0: I don't know. I, I don't, I don't pretend to throw down on that shit anymore. Joe knows that it's I, all, it's yeah. all fucky Joe knows. I, I burnt that sp- that part of my brain out this last election cycle. And, uh,
1: didn't we all friend, uh, didn't we all just
0: mm-hmm. got in too deep and. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's, we're it's just fucked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of getting in way, way too deep into any political cycle, um, I'd like to bring us back to a time known as Anno Domini 1997. (laughs) 1997 in the year of our Lord. And out in Japan, a humble, humble anime is being made. Not the best of its series, and matter of fact, Japan would say it's one of its worst. (laughs) Due to the amount of just bizarre political intrigue and different courses it takes, but... All of that can be forgiven for the sole fact that there are five giant robots fighting for freedom and it's mobile suit motherfucking Gundam wing.
0: Oh the education starts now. It does is what you're saying.
1: Wow. Yes, it does. Here's where we go because while we'll be talking uh Gundam, which is just the we think of like the original 1979 series that has just exploded and been going really strong ever since. Um Today we're gonna look at basically the offshoots of that. So there's oh, so- this main story that uh, has been going on, I said for for decades now. But for a while, that writer either takes a break due to willing willingly taking a break or sometimes he's told to take a break and needs to step away from his baby. And we get other other creative teams with a chance to take it. and Gundam Wing was the second of those of those instances. But it was the first we saw here in the states. But Mark, I believe you had something.
0: Well, I was going off of the nonverbals mm-hmm. I was getting from Chelsea, and I, and she might be able to correct me on this. <laughs> but I thought you were bringing up uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs for a second. Oh, because because <laughs> you were like, oh wait, he's talking '97, and I go, I yeah. think that's in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. You know, but and then you said it's Jap- right there. You said Japanese people were pissed off about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, probably because maybe a little bit. Yeah, because Bidbag Beagleborgs was just... <laughs> I was, mean, it's it a really... weird
1: American version of basically their, their, their... I think it's like Metal Cyber Cop series thing that they do.
0: Oh, it was rough. Uh, it was rough. It man. is,
1: yeah. Like, it's basically <laughs> the Armored Cousin of Power Rangers is that genre in Japan. <laughs> and they they brought some of it over Beetleborgs And there's, I mean, that thing is what an amalgamation. Like, you've got that weird aspect of, like, that, that Japanese genre. Plus um knockoff versions of Universal's monsters living in a house together like <laughs> yeah. weird college roommates. Yeah Dude,
0: it, it it reminded me of of of, weird. it reminded me of when my friends were like hey we're gonna go dirt biking and I'm like I just have like a 20 dollar Huffy. I I can't go yeah, dirt I can't biking. Do
1: that. And yeah. my dad who also uh likes to be an Elvis impersonator but paint his skin blue in the process for some reason <laughs> he says I can't go Wow, <laughs> yep. we went that deep into Big Bad oh, Beetle Wars. <laughs> oh my God. All right,
0: well, but all I, right, I, so I, I provided my tangent no, for the night. That's so a fun tangent,
1: and I'm happy we went there. <laughs> oh my gosh! But okay, so, um, we talked Gundam Wing, so Gundam Wing is actually the uh America's first shot at uh anything Gundam related because uh, anime really what started getting big here, um. Just be our generation, I would say thanks to Tsunami. Oh, um, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like, it was definitely there, like, around um, I'm not saying Tsunami was the first wave of anime in the United States. There's definitely plenty of Saturday morning stuff, but a lot of times, a lot of that Saturday morning anime stuff was slated at, like, 5 in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: really early. Some of those dubs were...
0: God By many
1: standards, God awful. Yeah, they were rough, because... <laughs> Some of them coming from Canada, which at times, like, you know, even had higher, like, or like more strict um, localization standards than we got here in the U.S., which, by the way, Ham Saban, Ham Saban, the same guy who gave us Power Rangers and Beetleborgs, was the same guy whose company did the original dub for Dragon Ball Z, um, mm-hmm. which is, again, yeah. uh, who famously gave us the dub of the, the parachutes and helicopters <laughs> from a scene in Dragon Ball Z, which I know... Mark, not familiar with, and I meant to bring this up with Kyle, but we just, we kept going. But there's a scene where um, a a villain, like, blows up these news helicopters. And then another character, uh, uh, because there are rules in Haim Saban's uh, company about localization, and how no one can actually be seen being killed. Like, it's not okay. So these helicopters just blow up. They're dust. They're falling and another character says they're okay. I can see their parachutes, and then it, it cuts to the that cuts to where the helicopters got blown up, and there's no parachutes anywhere. It's just dust falling and doom. So thankfully, we hit tsunami, and uh, that's still there. Obviously, there's still that localization, but because I mean I, that was where that Dragon Ball Z aired. Was was that that episode aired? I remember watching that thing. Like, they, they can't be okay. Did I it just hear someone die? I definitely watched someone <laughs> die. <laughs> so, like, obviously that stuff is still there, but the worst that Gundam Wing got was they just took out references to killing. Because clearly, <laughs> like, when you see, like, basically a big robot get cut in half and blow up, the dude inside didn't make it. He He's just didn't. He, made, he might make it. He could have pulled through. I mean, there are definitely, like, series in Gundam where that does happen, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, there are a few things. So basically, um, if we get into, like, the absolute plot of the the series, um, what we're looking at here is we have this Earth government who, like in many other Gundam series, uh, Earth is being overpopulated. So the natural thing to do is just push people to outer space, build colonies, stick them in there, keep them happy. But colonies, you work for us. You get no say in your laws. We make the rules, bitches. So of course the colonies are like, "Are you sure that's the best way of doing things?" And and Earth says yes. So the colonies, what do they do? Time to rebel. This sounds just like current events right now. You're talking about Musk and and Bezos, yeah. right? Like that's yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, pretty much. About. Yeah. Which hilariously, um, the creator of, um. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam uh, Yoshiyuki Tomino uh, made a comment over, um, like Bezos saying like we need to start colonizing space, uh-huh. and there was I think um, a, a a Japanese or I think it was Kotaku uh, who don't who does a lot of like publishing over Japanese media uh, made an article that says um, Gundam creator Tomino has uh, lingering or like weary thoughts over Bezos like space colony um, yeah. ideas. And I remember someone took that tweet, reposted it, and said, Yeah, it's fucking called mobile suit gundam, but yeah. you should just watch it. That's literally his thought on space colonization. But so the it's, space colonies rebel. Oh it's no, also, go ahead. It's, yep.
0: it's also mm-hmm. called the, the American Revolution, just not in yeah. space. I mean yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, it feels like somebody just opened a history book and was like, Hey, you know what? This was this is like two happen. This is like two hundred years ago, but uh, no. no one remembers that. Let's just, let's just Just use that idea, change the names, you yep. know.
1: Put it in a new box, slap it out there, it'll yeah. sell. Wrap yep. them in
0: metal, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be fine.
1: It'll be yeah. great. This we don't cool. learn things, we just know, think <laughs> of new all. ways to keep doing the same shit over and over and over. Uh, Pretty much, and that's how we got Pocahontas <laughs> in space called Avatar. Well, well, uh, I'm, uh,
0: I'm thinking about the first guy that saw uh anime at like you know 5 a.m., like you mentioned, and it's like the dude from the the uh the meme where it says it ain't much but it's honest work, yep. And and he's just pointing at his TV and his overalls with a little. In his mouth, and he's like, "I've seen this one before. I've seen this one. I know it. I know this one." Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: it's so
0: also John, John C. Riley apparently is watching anime at five a.m. Oh,
1: <laughs> so the colonies rebel. That's where we left off, and they uh, they send their five Gundams to Earth, and they call the whole the whole scheme Operation Meteor. the uh, The Earth government gets gets wind of it. They try stopping it. Doesn't work. So the uh the five pilots and the robots get to Earth. It turns out the pilots are all really really young. I think the oldest one is like fourteen fifteen years old, hmm. which is typically a trend in Gundam. Uh, because what Waitomino started it is that the youth typically get exploited during times of war, hence like drafting, uh, and hmm. other things that happen. And he hmm. also another in a, in a in a in a more light-hearted and an optimistic way is that. He believes that the world belongs to the youth, and therefore they should have representation in things. However, what he also does is he fucking kills them off a lot. But anyway, um, he didn't write the series, so our five guys come to Earth, and uh, they have basically like the whole like super spy like rules. Like, dude, anyone sees you guys, you gotta you gotta take them out. This is a secret operation. We're gonna take people out. So we have our our main character, whose name is Hiro Yui, and he lands on Earth after a fight with um, a guy named Zex Marquise, who is basically, Are, are these yeah. just
0: rappers? Are you just talking about that, rappers right have now? Have
1: you watched anime? Like, this is what happens. The names are <laughs> random. I don't know where they come from, but this is what we're working with here. Shut up, Mark! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, those guys fight, hero crash lands. He gets out of his little Gundam and he crawls onto the beach and passes out due to the impact into just, the water.
0: Just covered in mom spaghetti, right? Covered in mom's spaghetti. Right? Just, in mom's spaghetti. Okay. So right, he gets right. found
1: by another main character of the series, her name is Relina Dorlin. Um, and she like, oh, I have to like help this poor boy. He's passed out on the beach. What the hell happened? So she uh, calls an ambulance, wakes him up. He freaks out because he's supposed to be on a secret mission. Um, and what would a spy say to someone who's not supposed to know the spy's there? I ask you this. What would he say? Like, you saw me. You're not supposed to see me. What would you probably do? What would you say? Chelsea, I'll let you answer that first well this isn't my bedroom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I, I was gonna go with this isn't where i parked my car
1: yeah, there I, you go <laughs> that's that's definitely james bond on a euro trip right there that's what that's what he would go oh, but said but because this is a uh, a super soldier uh trained by the space colonies however with a um with a very stern japanese heritage um his reply is that he's going to kill her. That's his oh. mission. He's like you can't, like you can't see me. This is my what? job. What? So Plus, what? Who does that?
0: What yeah, does that
1: <laughs> like literally the first thing he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." He, could he points have said the gun at legit her. Legit, anything else, and then anything just else. Killed her. Just it killed her. And so much easier. But what we gets even more confusing? Believe it or not, excited. what gets more confusing? They live in a society, and because it's a society, she uh, is, like, a daughter of a high-ranking, like, ranking, like, government official, so she goes to, like, bougie school. Yeah. Mm. And guess who fucking shows up at bougie school the next day? Fucking Hero goddamn guy. Yui. Yep. <laughs> he's all in there in a nice suit. He's enrolled, happy to be there. Not, he's, like, not happy. He's stoic. doesn't so wait, say a damn so thing. So now he's, he's actually enrolled himself he in a goddamn school high school just yep. to kill this girl? That's what that's what that's what you're thinking. Like he's gonna be there to kill her, but then he doesn't do anything. He's kind of nice. There's a scene where she shows up and hands him an invitation to her birthday party because she's gonna be a nice person. Yeah. Foolish idea because in front of all of her friends who applauded her nicety of inviting the new kid to her, you know, rich girl birthday party, he takes the envelope right in front of her face and just tears it in half.
0: What a dick.
1: And then she starts. Of course, she sheds a lone tear because, like, why the fuck would anyone do that? He comes okay. by, I bet wipes it, wipes the tear away. She has a second of reprieve, and then he just looks right in the eye and says, "I'll kill you," what? and walks off. Okay, the okay, fuck? that's the end of an episode. Of that okay, show. but hold
0: hold the fuck up mm-hmm. for a second. Yep how did, how did he get proof of residency to enroll in that school so quick? Because, I oh, mean, at, uh, at, at minimum, you got to like, your utility's going to take it.
1: Now mm-hmm. we're shooting plot holes, and that's my yeah, favorite no. thing to do. Except <laughs> there is an answer for that, and that he's a trained super spy, and he broke into the school, put himself into the system. And so they were expecting him, like, oh, look, here's an evocation. We have a new student coming in today. Here are all of his credentials. So basically, he broke in and made it all up. And then shows up the next day, ready What's to go. What's
0: this asshole supposed to actually be doing versus just going to school?
1: He's supposed to be taking out a uh, basically an elite group of uh, military officers within the Earth government. They call themselves the Organization of the Zodiac, also known as Oz. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Organization of the Zodiac is just kind of a, I guess, a play that they do because all of the villain like robots or what they call in the series mobile suits uh they are basically named after a zodiac symbol so Uh, there's a there are leos aries taurus virgos all of these things going around fighting things but hero not being the only one there other pilots come in you've got duo maxwell he is the uh the root and tootin american voiced by steve mcneil by the way we've talked about him before he oh, yeah. eventually comes to that high school, but so basically they all just decide to go to high school. Just those two, mm. and Duo is mostly. there are just to get hero the fuck out. Like, dude, we got shit to do. I think in they a missed,
0: playful way they missed an opportunity when they called it Oz instead of calling it Oots. Because I mean, you Oots, said Oots. I mean it's oh It should be O O T Z, right? So, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So it should be. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like
1: yeah, it's like, I like, was like, picking up what <laughs> you were putting down. Yeah, it's like, hey, I what organization that. are
0: you yeah. with? And the guy's like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep. and then the show would be called Mobile Suit Gundam Boots and Cats
0: yes yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> so anyway those are, those are two pilots the other ones we've got uh, Catra Barber Winter who is uh, the son of a rich family in outer space then you've got Troa Barton who is a bit of a drifter and we don't know too much of his backstory other than uh, he, he works in a circus he's got wow. that going for him and then as, as a what uh, he's actually a clown
0: yeah, so, yeah, he he I wears would've... a
1: half clown mask. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. okay. what? So where did you think he was doing? I was gonna guess like gymnast or something, like a trapeze artist. He does do that also as a clown. Oh, okay. Yep, he's also you know he's an odd clown because only weird all clowns are clown odd thing, clowns. They they're... are. They're they're usually yeah. terrifying to me. No clown like, is a normal clown. There's a no normal clown. No, no, Joe. This no. is literally the mm-hmm. plot of Jim cotta Like we're, we're we're literally no no no, 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 no It's we're it. I'm explaining it poorly, kind of. But that's also because we're going off on a ton of tangents because that's what we do. Well, I'm, in, I'm into it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Just... We've got clowns. We've got rich kids. We've got high the school. crazy guy who's going to kill someone in high school. Yeah. The, uh, the American kid who dresses like a priest. I messed that out, but he got does. A bunch, of,
0: <laughs> bunch of robots. It's yep, been, a bunch of all. robots.
1: And then there is the least likable character, I think, in any Gundam series ever made. And his name is uh, Wu Fei Cheng. And why do we hate him? Because he's a womanizing piece of shit. Ew. Like everything. Like there's at one point, uh, he, which the uh, the manga tries to like retro make it a little better, but it still doesn't really make it all that much better. Um, so basically, at one point, um, he gets like discovered trying to break into a military facility, um. And a, uh, a female, like, lieutenant, like, had a chance to, like, actually kill him when he wasn't his robot yet. And she, like, I don't know, she's like, freeze, just stay there. And then he gets away and gets into his big robot. And he's like, you shouldn't have hesitated, but you're a soft woman. And it's like, oh, my God, oh. this guy, not likable in any way. And he has no character development whatsoever in the main series. He's oh. like, nope, you're an asshole through and through this whole way. It's we don't like you, Chang Lean Wife. into that misogyny. Yeah, completely. <laughs> and his like his attempt at like a good story arc is he is supposed to be, like, you know, any stereotypical like Asian character is he must prove himself through battle. That's ah. how every stereotype is with him with him. Uh, mm-hmm. and which again, not a good thing, but that's how he was written, and it's not great. So- so when he so, wins, does he do the standard
0: anime thing where he puts his hand to his head, you know, and he's like, you need more training, and then runs off? Aha! Or, like, what, like what, what's it like? No,
1: his is more...
0: Joe's turning around in his chair? You
1: shouldn't have tried that. <laughs> and then he goes off.
0: So, for those of you watching at home, listening at home, Joe did, like, the standard, I'm gonna whip around and then, like, epically turned back just like yeah. the the, the mm-hmm. gopher
1: the gopher meme right like exactly that's, yeah. that's what he does except he's yeah. angry and not surprised by it it was a little like over the shoulder action yeah completely mm-hmm. so it's, his, it's his attempt at a blue, blue steel, steel. blue yeah. steel without the without the uh the pucker is mm-hmm. what he does but anyway his his attempt at like a main like redeeming storyline is he meets the head of oz like uh his name is uh tres kushranada again they're picking names out of a hat but sure. he meets trays <laughs> yep he's the head of oz and we're expected that he's going to be the bad guy of the series which it turns out halfway through the series of the bad guys wasn't that much of a bad guy mm. and by the time that's revealed at the very end like he's actually a redeemable character and a good character Do Fucking Wu Fei kills him oh no you, you, this and reminds why? me this, for the sole fact that he beat <laughs> Fei in a duel Early on in the series, therefore he had to die. <laughs> oh man, you, you <laughs> oh, gave me like man. this.
0: You just gave me like mm-hmm. crazy, like like Wreck It Ralph Zangief vibes. There, it's like you're not the bad guy, Zangief.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you're you're bad and, guy, but you're yep. not bad guy.
1: <laughs> and that whole part there, where I mentioned like we think Trace is a bad guy, but by the end it turns out he's not that much of a bad guy. Is a lot of the criticism that the series gets is that um affiliations factions and who's good who isn't flips so often in this series that it's hard to keep up with and really Uh, really really enjoy because at first you're like okay earth federal like the earth government's bad oh wait no it's not earth it's just oz and then it's like wait a second oz isn't as bad because then there is basically the bourgeoisie rich people uh who run who are like basically funding oz it turns out they're actually the bad guys the roma feller foundation and then they have like the people left from oz who are loyal to trays because trays was taken out of power by the rich bastards they try rebelling and helping the former earth government who's also we kind of forgot about but we're going to write them back into the story meanwhile the space colonies yeah, that's right. The people that we were fighting for the independence for. The proletariat? They, yeah. They who said, fuck the Gundams after a while, because they were going to actually join Oz for a bit, which is like, what the fuck? We're rebelling against you, but now we're joining you. We don't know what's going on. They eventually get their own like off-faction called White Fang. We're like, who do we care about anymore? Meanwhile, you've got Zex Marquis, whose real name is Miliardo Peacecraft, who was... The son of a king from like a neutral, co- like a neutral, like country, who's basically Switzerland, gets attacked, goes into hiding, and decides to enact his revenge by joining the military and working his way through the ranks. I, I, yeah, exactly. So, so it gets very confusing. Joe's Joe still not, there with us, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe's not having a stroke. He's just describing. I've got over Gundam. the whole
0: plot. Yeah, yeah he's just yeah. describing
1: Gundam Wing mm-hmm. at
0: this point. That's all. He's
1: Except doing. when you're young and you're in middle school and this comes out and you see giant robots just fucking chopping each other up. God damn. Is it amazing? Because this God. show has a lot damn. of that <laughs> for as much as like the confusing plot is the action is really fun in the series. The animation's pretty great. And actually like the, uh, the, the three part OVA that eventually gets stitched into a movie called endless waltz is honestly, I'm going to put it out there. The best Gundam movie made yet. It takes place after the main series is done and shows the struggle of what your soldiers do when they come home, and there's no more there's no more war to fight mm-hmm. and how they get pulled by both trying to be a normal part of life and perhaps some crazy bastards who don't think the war should have ended.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that movie won beautifully animated because this is also a time when it's not digital animation. It's still beautiful drawn cells and everything. yeah, but great movie series is a little out there. Uh but if you're you're a Gundam person um or think about getting into Gundam, don't start with Gundam Wing. It's where <laughs> most of us started. Uh <laughs> oh, okay, but oh, you, okay, are the it start. It go- or mm-hmm. start there, it doesn't go anywhere but up. It that's well, true. You could start there. Uh it's fifty episodes long and a movie.
0: Yeah, but you you started mm-hmm. with Gundam Wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have the promise yet of the rest of no. this, did you? Mm-mm. So how did you stick with this? Because you, you basically just described to me, mm-hmm. you know, what sounded like what happened in my head after I got a concussion playing football. Like, yep. like there's there's mm-hmm. all kinds of interconnected shit that doesn't make any sense. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there are people with rapper names that actually have secret other names. You I know, like the
1: names. You know, names are well, fun. <laughs> But but how but <laughs> Which, oh I- my god didn't even talk about Lady Un and her amazingness. Lady yeah. Onion?
0: Well,
1: Lady Un. No onion. Well, now the no. onions like onion would be a big Dragon Ball Z thing, but before we um, talk about the un, mm-hmm. we need to talk mm-hmm. about how you stuck with this because you said I, okay. the worst thing I know you ever how. Think. How. Mm-hmm. I know how. I know how. Can I uh y- guess your answer? Yes, please do. It's giant robots. I <laughs> mean that's the that's the winner there. That that's, is that's, that's the overall that's, winner. That's why. That is answer one. Giant yeah. robots hooked me because they were also, at the time, like the coolest fucking giant robots I'd ever seen. Right. So there's that. And there's also a great link to a college story um, that Chelsea's probably familiar with. Hmm. She was not there for it. But there was, a, there was a fateful trip to McDonald's that we I took with another roommate and a friend. <laughs> and all I ordered, because I wasn't too hungry, two apple pies <laughs> and a Coke. You still do that. I still you, do that. You but you know what that. happened? You know what happened on the first apple pie? Way too goddamn hot. <laughs> and what most people would do after bite one and it's super hot, they'd spit that out. I kept eating. I'm getting through this apple pie. Did I take a drink? No, because that's going to wash out the apple pie taste, and I need to finish it. And so that it describes robots, my character.
0: So it's robots and stubbornness. That's really what got you Pretty through
1: Pretty much. It. That's what got yeah. me through it. So. Um, and while there wasn't promised another series uh, or like a, a sequel or something else, um, it was popular enough that Shinami's like, hey, is there any more of this out there? And Japan's like, ha fuck yeah, fuck yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah. We've Japanese Billy Maze. got 40 Mays. years of this stuff, yeah. man. Yeah, Japanese so, Billy Maze is like, but wait, there's mm-hmm. more. There's exactly. more. There's more. Exactly. And before I get to the more, I need to tell you about Lady Un. Because Lady Un was Trey's Kuchonada's right-hand woman. Like, she fucking helped make his decisions. She was there to enforce his ideals when he was not around. And when the Earth government people would not get on board with Trey's plan for what Oz was going to do, she brought them onto a plane. She put them on a a broadcast with a gun to their head and said, you're going to say what I fucking want you to, buddy. And then he does. And then she turns the broadcast off, opens up the bay door, kicks his ass out, and shoots him before he hits the ground. Because nice. she's Lady Goddamn On. Yeah, but this is where I would say, perhaps it's weird she shoot a man
0: before oh throwing him from a plane.
1: Yeah, and she did that how many years before Bane oh, thought of doing it? God. She like that's the thing. Like I saw Dark Knight and saw that, I'm like, holy shit!
0: They that's Lady Un's move. <laughs>
1: that's, that is the
0: first thing I thought of. I yeah, mean, did anybody that's... else? Did anybody else in this plane go?
1: They didn't care about me before the mask. <laughs> well, when we dub over Gundam Wing for fun of it, like we oh can definitely God. throw Bane into it. Oh, I've but... been waiting
0: and waiting mm-hmm. to bring back Bane voice for yes. so,
1: long. Mm-hmm. so so but... so so long.
0: Tiger in yeah. the cage, man. I got to let him out. Tiger in the cage. We'll get there.
1: Yeah. Um. <sighs> but I guess to like to close the episode, um, over like, well, how did this keep going? The next step for Toonami was like, well. Let's let's bring in another series. What do you got? And Bandai's like, well we have the original stuff like from the 70s. Johnny's like, hold the phone, pump the brakes. We'll get to that. What else you got that's more recent? Like where there is a show called G Gundam. And they're <laughs> like, well what's that about? Has does that have anything to do with the other one? They're like, no. It has nothing to do with any of the other ones. It's its own thing. Okay, what what happens in it? So Earth now sucks because of all the war and all the sorrow that's happened to it. So we moved into space. But every four years, all of the countries send a Gundam down to Earth and fight until there's one Gundam left. And that Gundam and the country they represent rules out of space and the Earth for four years until the next tournament. Did and I they're watch- like, fuck, Did I watch that's that cool. with you? You probably watched some of that with I me. think I did, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's so yeah, you... ludicrous and over the top at times. Yeah. Like, this is, this is so dumb, it kind of works. It's yeah. great. You guys, of course you've
0: seen The Hunger Games by now. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like with me, like, I liked it because it was robot jocks. Uh, if, right. if anyone's ever See? seen that movie, yeah. So it was the same idea as Robot Jocks. In fact, it was made. I mean, actually, like what? Because, like, G Gun was 94. Robot Jocks was like the late 80s, early 90s. So it you know, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm, got dated from Robot Jocks. But I I'm, I'm
0: just going to say it. Joe's Erection for Robots could be the pass from Alaska to Russia at this point. I mean, it is. It, yeah. This is what got him mm-hmm. through fifty episodes of what he said is just not enjoyable cartoon.
1: I don't know. It's, That's the thing. It's mm-hmm. not just Joe. Lots no. of people Mm-mm. do it. And okay, like if, uh, the the Gundam enthusiast sites that I follow, like they usually rip on Wing. Um, and like I know it's my brother's favorite series, and it, I mean definitely it holds a near and dear place to me because it's what got me into Gundam. So, well, I would say probably not the place to start. Um, if you want to go, like I would always rec- like. If you're starting to want to get into Gundam, a lot of people will hardcore say, like, watch the first series. The first series got canceled twice. I'm going to throw that out there. It got canceled in Japan, and it got canceled in America, which we'll talk more about in the main episode and how a show that got canceled twice just kept on going.
0: Yeah, and but, for our for our, our Twitter follower, Geofire, mm-hmm. who has held on for dear life, waiting for us to finally cover this Yeah, hmm we're getting there. This is a fan requested episode, Mm -hmm. which uh, we didn't do this on purpose where we, you know, a lot of cool stuff happened. A lot of things happened. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. A lot of things happened. But if you're looking for a Gundam place to start, that's not like hardcore, like I'm going to watch it from the start of the story with Amaro Ray and this main storyline, or I want to go in something else. If you want something, that's basically this, the main spirit of Gundam that is newer, that, is not totally ridiculous and fun to watch uh my favorite series is called gundam double o and it's unlike any other gundam series it takes place in a.d and odomine so it's our own line um the pilots are much more better i they're honestly they're better written than any of the gundam wing pilots they actually grow from one season to the next every single one of them does um is that tough for the suit? Yeah, that, would the suit have to be you know adjusted? They do have to, to make a new suit. They they do get new suits in season. They let two.
0: the suit out a little bit,
1: a little bit, <laughs> especially in the stomach area. <laughs> oh <my God>. yeah. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. And if they lose weight, it's like when you punch a hole in a belt. You know, it's just yeah. we'll just tighten it up a little. bit. No, we'll,
1: just, we'll just tighten up the seam. Yep. It'll be fine. It'll be great.
0: <laughs> oh I've had to turn my mic off laughing more in this this side stitch, and I think I've done in like <laughs> sorry, in like the whole the whole fucking season at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, if anyone if anyone's listening and they're they're a big Gundam Wing fan, I'm sorry that I kind of. I made fun of it the whole time, but just a little look, bit. Looking gotta, back on it, it's funny, but a lot of these properties anyway. You have to take with yeah, a grain of salt. Like we do, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, and it's
0: a good, it's a good start at least, you know. Mm-hmm. And and for those of you, attendance
1: is not optional
0: for the full class. Because, <laughs> <laughs> <Just>, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> although, we're, yeah, yeah, I know. I I recommend the full class because the full class, uh, you get all of Tomino's story and while the series a lot of the series will have the same overall message and a few kind of like repeating tropes to them what tomino does is brilliant and when you describe the overall idea of what is mobile suit gundam and the complexities of of that war like it's doing what the expanse does now on amazon it's been doing it for decades and it's been doing it very well so while gundam wing is fun like honestly, even Gundam fans, it's kind of, it tends to be the butt of a joke, but at the same, and again, like Japan, it's, I think it's voted as like the second least favorite series of all Gundam ever made. Like it's close to the bottom, but in America, it's always like number one, because it was our first exposure to it. So if you love Gundam Wing, I'm right there with you. I love the series, but at the same time, I also love watching bad movies and I understand they're bad. Right. So Gundam Wing, if I had to rank it like one to 10, like, on quality, five, it's a five, maybe five point five. um so it's just right, it's just okay. It's just, just right, right just there. okay. but right in the sw- middle. right in the middle, but end of Swaltz, fucking nine point five. brilliant see. movie. You love picked, that like, movie. The most neutral rating number you could ever pick in a mm-hmm. five. So mm-hmm. yep, I mean, it's not a perfect five out of seven okay but yeah 5.5 well, 5 out of 10 not bad well folks
0: professor joe is going to teach us the rest of gundam if you will join us and uh, otherwise the only thing i have to say in addition joe is that they still say they're peeing in there they got to be oh they have to days.
1: you know there's a gundam series that addresses that believe it or not oh do they recycle it into water and then they drink it no um actually the seat that they uh <laughs> they they like they, they sit on and do things yeah, that pops up and they just drop trout and go right there. Oh, they down. don't even leave. Don't even the... leave. They just go right there. Uh. That's the future yeah. I want to live in. Yeah. Toilet's so not everything. Is there like a collection tank then? Or is it just like dropping I mean, I imagine it's like a like a like a like an airline, like it collects yeah. to a fall and then they just shoot that shit out. Right.
0: I'm right. so happy that, that Chelsea's asking these questions and not me for
1: once. <laughs> these are
0: the real questions. <laughs> this is the
1: hard-hitting stuff that the fans want to know, or potential fans want to know. And also, the series that addresses that, Gundam, Recogista, and G, also written by the original, uh, the original guy. Uh, that's also a very confusing one. Kind of weird. <laughs> But that that's no. one where like I had to watch that series twice to be like, what the fuck's going on? What just <laughs> happened? What just what happened? Did I just see? Whereas at least like I remember like looking back at Gundam Wing, I'm like I fucking remember everything. Like I remember the story. It wasn't confusing to me. It moved around a lot, probably more than it should have, but I kept up with it. Um, whereas G. Rico, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't want to rewatch it because I'm doing other things, but I'll get back to it. And I did. I like. I rewatch. I watched G. Rico a few years ago, and I finally watched it like this past summer, uh, in the summer of Joe, in a month where he didn't have a car. So I rewatched some Gundam. <laughs> summer of Joe. <laughs> uh,
0: well. In our in our best Kylie <laughs> bear. Next time on Digital Dissection. We'll be that talking punk about. Accused me as a
1: springboard. <laughs> <laughs>